This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors in the financial industry. Outer Blue by Amundi. Welcome to Blue Convictions, market analysis and asset allocation views. Hello and thank you for joining us for this month's Blue Convictions podcast. Today we're turning our eye to the hot topic of inflation, which is very much the focus of the February edition of Global Investment Views. So, can we expect an inflation surprise in 2021? How long might an inflation pickup last? Which asset classes will be affected and how? Well, those are some of the questions I'll be putting to Monica Defend, the Global Head of Research here at Amundi, who joins me now. Monica, uh, welcome to this second podcast of the year. Now, despite all the continuing challenges of the pandemic, it really feels like time is flying, doesn't it? Hello and thank you and welcome to everybody. Yes, indeed, time is flying. but we are really one year after uh, the the pandemic. We are uh, we are still uh, working remotely, or at least uh, uh, we cannot travel uh, as much as we were used to. But uh, things uh, are moving ahead with this vaccine rollout, uh, and we have a lot of hope around it. Okay, so let's get started. At the end of last year, we were speaking about the no inflation forever scenario. Uh, why has this topic made a comeback? I think there are three reasons for that. Uh, The first one is the success in the vaccine rollout. Uh, The second relates to the size and quality of the fiscal package in the the US, uh, which is uh, eventually moving to the third uh, rationale for this uh, pickup in the inflation expectations, which is uh, higher growth. Already from these premises, you can see that this is likely to be primarily a U.S.-based story because the uh, U.S. fiscal package in the U.S. uh, is going to be much higher than the uh, output gap. And this is the reason why uh, a nice debate around uh, inflation uh, has been uh, setting up. Um, Where do we stand on uh, on this? We acknowledge that uh, inflation uh, is uh, influential in terms of a market narrative. This is tracked by uh, our inflation index, uh, for for example, uh, is seen in the steepening of the curve uh, in the in the US to a much lesser extent in uh, in in Europe that is a primarily driven uh, by a break even uh, increase in the long end uh, we think that we might see um, a pickup in uh, in the second quarter. This is uh, likely due to base effect oil price uh, pickup on a, a 12-month uh, horizon. Uh, but then in the second part of the year, we do uh, expect an improvement in the um, in the inflation pattern that is going to uh, close the year around 2.4, according to our forecast. So really around the the targets of the uh, Federal Reserve. Okay, and if we want to understand the environment a little bit better, could you tell us where do we actually stand on this whole inflation debate? So the inflation narrative is back on focus, and uh, this is going beyond uh, the uh, cyclical uh, elements uh, of it. And 
as you can see from our inflation focus index that is tracking how important and influential in the market uh, this narrative is, uh, it, it is a, a really a tangible uh, element. We think that today's uh, focus on inflation is uh, primarily in the in the US and therefore is worth considering when allocating and positioning in the uh, in the in the portfolios. When we look uh, at the largest package possible, the one. 1.9 uh, trillion, we can get up to 7% GDP. Having said that, there is one element that is uh, lagging behind, and I'm referring to the labor market. We see the slack in the labor market to remain in place, and this will eventually um, let the, the Fed comfortable uh, with, uh, with uh, its accommodative uh, monetary policy stance, and inflation target, uh, according to our forecast, is a pickup in the second quarter, around 3%, and then a stabilization around 2, 2.4, 2.5%. Uh, we don't see an acceleration kicking in, in uh, 2021. And Monica, what is the fallout of this uptick in inflation on the various different asset classes? Well, we have seen uh, a steepening in the real yield curve in the in the US, and we think it can steep uh, further. Uh, this is related to the new uh, reaction function uh, that the Fed uh, has been uh, announcing, and, and as a consequence, we can see the five-year uh, drifting uh, a little bit uh, lower. But all in all, uh, the long term might move higher on the recovery and the additional uh, fiscal uh, fiscal package. So uh, on the rate front, we don't think it's time to, to take a contrarian view uh, on, on rates and we remain short U.S. duration and long uh, break-evens. When it goes to the uh, equity market, a bit more inflation with the Fed that is committed to stay uh, accommodative, so not being uh, preempted. Uh, will uh, really reiterate uh, the, the reflection, uh, reflection trade, in particular on the uh, cyclical and, and emerging market. Um, on the uh, currency side, um, there is one caveat I would like to pose here, which refers to the US dollar. Uh, we have been saying that the US dollar is set on a long-term weakening trend. We think that approaching the, the second part of the year, uh, the US dollar might take a pause, uh, always uh, on, the, uh, on the narrative of uh, improving uh, economic, uh, economic growth. So where we will uh, really focus and possibly reposition is around the US dollar. And just lastly, Monica, what are your key convictions? On the uh, fixed income, as I mentioned, uh, we recommend to maintain the, the short U.S. duration and to add some long break-even, uh, just in case some uh, inflation uh, pickup goes beyond uh, our expectation. When it goes to risk assets, obviously a bit more inflation uh, within a Fed that is going to stay preemptive, so uh, committed to remain uh, accommodative and we do believe that uh, tapering uh, will be a story of 2022 and rates uh, are going to remain low up to 2023. Uh, we think uh, it is uh, good to position and to remain positioned as we are on cyclicals. 
in particular uh, Europe, uh, Japanese equities, and on the emerging market, where we see a mix of growth uh, improvement and commodity uh, related stories, uh, Latin America, North Asia are our favorites. On the credit space, still uh, we remain overweight, but we are becoming progressively more and more selective. Well, Monica Defend, the Global Head of Research here at Amundi, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. My pleasure. Talk to you next month. And thanks to you for listening. We hope to have you with us very soon for another Blue Convictions podcast. This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors as defined in Directive 2004-39-EC dated 21st of April 2004 on markets in financial instruments called MIFID, investment services providers, and any other professional of the financial industry. Views are subject to change and should not be relied upon as investment advice on behalf of Amundi.